hope that you can contain your excitement. Nick and Tim are back again. They're a nightmare. We think that you'll agree. These two are chatty park tales. This is the Park Tales Podcast, part of the Your Story Media Network. Broadcasting from Tim's underground art bunker, here are your hosts, Nick and Tim. Welcome back, my friends, to the podcast whose format has no format, but for today and today only, and for you and you only, by request, we're going to have a, some format to this episode, and we're going to be talking about some news. And we are. Yes, a rumor as well that I have that was, I can't really confirm, I think it was proven to be like legit, but I'm not sure, but we'll, I'll talk okay. about that too. Well, before we get started, I got a little news for you. Okay. okay. I got a little something I'm going to share. Nick doesn't know about this because all the emails come to me. We got our first... Whoa, whoa wait a minute. Wait. The emails come to you? The emails come to me. Why I filter they, everything. Why don't they come to me? Oh, uh, because it's trivial and I don't want to... You know, you're a busy man. You got a lot going okay. on. You have young minds to mold. Okay, I'm scared. What's going on here? We got our first fan mail. We did? We did. Our first piece of fan mail. From where? From a loyal listener oh. who is very much appreciative... Oh. Loyalist, so is a loyal listener. So it was who either loves what we're doing. So we only have like two listeners out there. Well, that are considered loyal. Wait, we haven't heard of any from anybody else. So I would say it's probably either Andrew or Jeremy. It was Jeremy. Oh, and he is nice. very appreciative. Yes, of the podcast. He loves what we're doing. He loves that our format is no format, and he just wanted to say thanks. Wait, what did he say? He said thanks. No, that's all it said was hey, thanks. <laughs> it didn't just say thanks. No, it just, it, what it said was, hey, I do listen to you guys. I think the show is great. Thanks for the shout out. I can't wait for the next episode. Oh, cool. So we got our first yeah. fan mail. Andrew's late in the game. He better get his button gear and send us some fan mail. I, well, you know, I'm not going to hold my breath that everybody that listens is going to send us some mail. <laughs> Andrew People has competition lives. now. Yeah. Well, we'll have to see who steps up the game. All right. Or I mean, Leon, whoever he is. Leon. 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 <laughs> what a great episode. So that's cool, man. We that's that I didn't know that. I and listeners, I truly didn't know that. So Jeremy. Yeah, Jeremy. Okay, all right. Uh, and listeners, if you're not aware, Jeremy is Nick's brother. Right. This is the only time he's heard from him in, you know, a day or two. So, so. but I had no idea. I didn't know. <laughs> no, it was pretty cool. I saw the email and I was like, oh wow, this is cool. And I didn't realize what it was at first. But, it uh, just, so it said, thanks. and Yeah, it said, hey, thanks. Great show. Love what you guys are doing. Cool. Thanks for the shout out. I'll have to give him a ring when this is done. Yeah, call him up on your way home. All right. So I, I, I will do that. Um, 
you already knew I was going to call my way home anyway. <laughs> such, I did. Such a dork. And I fell for that one. All right. So how are we going to do this? You, you want to go first or want me to go first? No, no. You can go ahead and go. All right. I've heard enough of myself already. All right. Everybody has probably seen this one. It's a bombshell. Okay. Yeah. A new sign has arrived on Walt Disney World property. <laughs> are you kidding me? No. We're doing a we're doing a story on news and it's a sign. Dude, it's been a slow week, bro. It has been a slow week. There's like nothing in the news. So No, Disneyland's still closed. Disney right, Cruise Line right. is still closed. Oh, Disneyland, don't even get me started on Disneyland. Oh, uh, we got that off our chest, I thought. Ah, it's still kinda hanging a little bit here, a little crumb <sighs> here and there. I'm not bitter. So there's a new yeah. There's a new sign about masks. So Disney was very like enforcing the law when it came to masks and then I heard from my friends that go there that they were becoming lenient about the masks but then you heard about that person not wearing a mask and they booted him out and he's kicked out for life by the way. Really? Yes. Can you believe that one? Jeez. For not wearing a mask? I know. That's a little harsh. Okay. Was he belligerent about it? Probably. Yeah. He was. But yeah. still. Come on man. Yeah. It's not like he was destroying anything. So and then now I'm reading this story of you know, a new sign, and there was a photo along with it. And it's just a photo of a mask stem. It has an arrow pointing up and an arrow pointing down, which is supposed to be basically telling you, hey, it's got to go over your nose. It's got to go down Under your chin. chin. Right. Um, so basically that's it. It's at all four parks. And this article states, Disney will actually kick you out if you're not complying. So even if it's below the nose and you refuse to put the mask above the nose, right, you're gone. So, the, I mean, they, they will ask you to put it above your nose before they kick you out, right. I hope. Right, 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 right. And if you don't I mean, comply, they slide. If you don't comply, then you're, you're out. Okay. It's a little harsh, man. Yeah, what are they trying to do here? Like, I, I don't know. I don't get, I don't, I don't understand. But then, you know, we've also heard that they're letting you walk around and eat and drink now. So now you can pull it when, okay, so before it was, if you wanted to take a sip of what a drink you had or take a bite of whatever snack you had or you're eating, you had to go off to the side, stop walking, go off to the side, take your, pull your mask down, take that sip, take that bite, put it back up. So chew while you're... So you had to be stationary. Right. And then you could go about your business. Now, Disney is stating, you can pull your mask down as long as you have, you know, a drink or as long as you're eating and continue to walk. But you have to be free and clear from everybody else. Obviously. So what does that mean? Six feet? Right. So how are they handling that in line? Don't know. What do you mean? What do you mean in line? So like in a line queue? Well, you have your, your spacers on the ground. So, I mean, that's far enough, right? Right, right. So they've never said you can't eat or drink in line? Well, no, you couldn't walk around the park and eat or drink, but now you can't. I mean, that's old news. That came out, you know, Yeah, sure, ago, sure. No, I'm just curious how they dealt with that in line, because if you're standing in line and it's 95 degrees in Florida, right. you're going to be pulling your mask down to take drinks. You're going to be pulling your mask down to wipe your face of sweat. So I will say, you know, as an educator myself, wearing a mask, what I mean by this, as an educator myself wearing a mask all day long, Without any breaks besides eating. I have headaches all day long. I have headaches when I go home. I feel exhausted. And I do. I feel exhausted wearing these masks. It's something's something's not right. 
less you, oxygen, maybe? I have no idea. I don't know. But even my students, they complain of headaches all the time. They complain of being dizzy. All, and it's not just a handful of kids. It's like almost my, you know, three-fourths of my class are saying, I have headaches, I'm dizzy. Because, hmm. you know, they go outside and they play with the masks on. Yeah, they can't see, take them off. So when they have recess or PE right, right. or, yeah. They literally don't get a break. I don't get a break. I'm starting to see we're, what, seven, going into seven weeks in. I'm starting to see real effects on people wearing these masks, right? Okay. I couldn't imagine working at Disney in 80, 90 degrees all day long, walking around, wearing a mask. Now, we did it over at Universal. See, but I didn't really wear a mask. I right, wore a neck gator. Right. And I can't do that at Disney. So it's going to be interesting to see how I handle it when and, I get over there. And yes, we got yelled at when we had our masks down, you know, and catching a little break there. But there was also plenty of times where I sat off to the side and I had it under my nose. Sure. You know. And and Universal never said you couldn't walk around with something to eat or drink. Right. And, and that's really kind of how people got around it, which is probably why Disney said, oh, wait a second. People are doing that over here. We better not allow it over here. Because Universal opened before... Home Disney month. did. Yeah. So they were able to learn from that. Right. So with the whole mask thing, I get why we have to wear them. I understand. But this... Getting uh, this, kicked out? This whole new signage that has been put up where it's, you know, it's ensuring that you're making sure that mask is above the nose and below the chin. Right. I just kind of feel like it's, I get it, Disney can set their own parameters. If you, don't, sure. if you don't wear a mask, you know, then you're not in the park. I understand that. I'm at the point now, man, where I'm in a profession where I have to wear it all day long. I watch kids that have to wear it all day long. I'm starting to see side effects with these masks. I just don't feel like, man, man, when can you catch a break? Right? And, and this that, is in a state where they've lifted mask right. mandates. Well, except... Orange County there, they still have theirs. But that's a county level thing. I thought that was supposed to go away. I didn't think a county could the, enforce it. There was some state laws that said no. I, I don't know. I, I, I really don't know that. I know they'll be in private well, I don't property. State, I don't want to say state laws. But I thought the governor put something in place where the county or local cities could not enforce it. Yeah, I don't know that. But private... A private institution still could. Yeah, and Disney being private property. They so can. we all know we have to wear masks, but just, just seeing this picture online, it's just like, gee, it just felt like one more jab. Like, geez, come on. We all know we got to wear masks. And, and is it that, is it, are they putting this out there because it really is a problem? Are people really not doing it? From, from what I've heard and what I've read, that people are wearing them below the nose, right? And that's the main thing. People are wearing masks. But their nose is exposed. Okay. And that's so you can breathe. Sure. Oh, my gosh. Right? Like. Sure. There's a huge difference of pulling it down below your nose um, and being able to. Because even I have to get a break every now and then. You know. Teaching all day long. I'm talking all day long. Constantly on the move all day long. And I have this film over my nose and my mouth. Right? This barrier. Right. That's blocking adequate like air intake, you know, and, it, and it, you're doing that all day long. 
it gives you headaches. It makes you dizzy, and I'm feeling it. The kids are feeling it, and it's like, at the di- and now I'm just rambling because now I'm going on a mask rant. But yeah. seeing that sign was just one more thing where I was like, it, it didn't make me upset, but it just it made me like just grind my teeth. Like, geez, when is this gonna be over? Just right? frustrated at the whole very situation. Yes. Yeah, it sucks that we're in this, doesn't it? Yes. I would like to see the data where it's where it states that it actually does something. Because we all know the story that I told a few weeks ago where I was sneezed on by someone wearing a mask right. that had a mask on. And I turned around and I still felt like it did not block anything. It literally did not block anything. So, I don't know, man. Where's the data that says wearing these masks around, especially in 90, 80 degree heat? Well, and I thought that was part of it. UV rays were supposed to kill it, I thought. Right. I don't know. Anywho, I'm ranting. And it's got to be there. I mean, there, there has to be something out there that says this helps. Right. I hope. I hope. Well, anyways, I know one thing that is going to bring my mask down when we get there. <laughs> right. I know what you're going to talk about. Oh, you do, do you? Yeah. Food? No. Wait a minute. I'm talking about food. Oh, I thought you were talking about something else. No, my, I'm going to talk about some food. Because Disney has some new stuffed pretzels. Yes, they do. And I love me a stuffed pretzel. So when we get down there, we're going to go to the launching pad, which is in the Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. They just recently opened back up. And since they've opened back up, they offer a jalapeno, a cream cheese, and a pepper jack. Yep. We are going over there. We're going to be there in that park two days. I'm going to go over there two times. <laughs> I'm, <gonna> get, <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of cream cheese, but I'm going to try the jalapeno and the pepper jack. Awesome. And I'm really looking forward to that. And I'm going to stay, if I have to stand right there so I don't get kicked out, I'm going to stand right there and eat my Just make sure you have your mask on. freaking pretzel. <laughs> oh, man. Really, I, I'm looking at what I have to cover for tonight. And, dude, there really isn't much, man. And I'm There's not, not sure what I want to bring up. I'll, I'll bring this, this story up. Well, a lot of it, though, a lot of the news that's out there is sad. It's stuff that yeah. we've already kind of talked about. You know, more cast members getting getting furloughed or laid off, more shows getting canceled, you know. So remember that man that was trespassing and he decided to camp out on Walt Disney World's Discovery Island? Remember that story? Yep. And there was, like, charges or whatever. There's an update to that. Oh, geez. So Richard McGuire, that's his name. He accepted a plea deal. So that's what we have figured out now. So he accepted a plea deal. So I don't know if he... How does this work, Tim? Probably banned for life. Oh, he was. Yeah, he was banned for life. So how does this work? Like, a plea deal basically is there's some charges brought upon you. and you admit, lesser. You admit that you've done something wrong. Right. And you accept the plea? Well... You accept the offer. The offer. So yeah, your plea is your, your pl- acceptance of okay. the offer. Okay. That guilty acceptance. So he has to pay $100 fine plus court costs okay. and prosecu- prosecution costs. Okay. And he's also been banned for life from Walt Disney World. But he can still go to Disneyland. I guess that's a good point to bring up. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm just curious. I'd be like, oh, okay, well, I'll he see you He was banned from Walt Disney World property. Right. I mean, there is a difference, right? Yeah. And I'm trying to think back, but what was his motivation for that? 
I have no idea. Oh, I have no idea. I just want to throw out there real quick. So he accepted the plea deal as no contest plea in addition to the uh, trespassing charge. So it doesn't show up as a conviction on his criminal right. record. No yeah, contest. Yeah. Just so that's, means he's yeah, not so going to fight what, it. Yeah, that's what it means. Yeah. So, um, what was your question? I apologize. Like, what was his motivation for camp? Like, a lot of times people. Well, they had break shut in. down. They shut down. Sure. Remember, and Disney property was pretty much vacant. Yeah, but across the map. So, sometimes people will do that so that they can YouTube um, it. Yeah, right. Get recognition. Get, get more followers or right. whatever. Some people want to go in there and take photos of uh, things that are abandoned, right. right? Like the old water parks or right. th some of these places where they were going to build a resort. You know, the, the fourth park that was supposed to be on the monorail loop they couldn't build on, right? There, there are other reasons why. I never heard why he did this. I, I'm, and I'm shocked he didn't get eaten by a gator. Like, who wants to camp out in Florida? Uh, not me. Well, Besides, hot, besides mosquitoes. Fort Wilderness, where it's controlled. Well, yeah, sure, yeah, that's that's different. Right, it's controlled. You know, Chip and Dale are at the campsite. You they're, know, toasted marshmallows. Yeah, the gator will eat them before it eats you. you know? Sure. No, but I, I don't know. I would never do that. I mean, did the guy swim over there? I, and I can only imagine I that maybe he's got some mental instability. I, so I, I believe when this first happened, I don't think. Officials found a boat. No. I could be wrong on that, but I don't think they did. Wow. Which, that's... <laughs> that's kahunas, bro. Yeah, I was going to say, that's pretty ballsy. Right. Anyway. So, well, you know, it was the holiday weekend this last weekend. Yep. And Universal Studios and Islands of Adventure hit capacity both days. I heard. And I'm... Now they're at 75, right? I don't know that they're that high, but what's interesting about that is that f for somebody like you and I, it really does show just this yearning of people to get back to the parks. Right. The other thing that I thought was interesting is I read the article, they hit capacity, but if you were a guest at one of their hotels, one of their resorts, you could still get in the park. So how does that work? So, so I guess they project, so so like if there's a thousand or so say there's six hundred people at the at the resorts, they have to keep capacity below six hundred to let those people. Right, let's in? say there's a thousand combined at all the resorts, so they only allow in the parks up to just under. I guess they deduct that thousand as their total ceiling, and then if you're in the if you're from a resort, you're allowed in. Hmm. Does that, uh, make, that sense? make sense? Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Oh. I just thought it was interesting because when I read it, I was like, okay, so they hit capacity, but now they're going over capacity by letting people in. So there's, so basically they're placeholders in the parks yeah. for everybody. That makes so sense. technically, I guess they would hit capacity. That's how I would run it. But Speaking of Universal, so Super Nintendo World at Universal Studios set to open in 2021. Did you see all the pictures on this? I have. Dude, they look amazing. And they have these new wristbands coming out called the Power Up Band. Now, this is only overseas, though. Right. Yeah, Japan. Right. Yeah. It looks absolutely amazing. So I and you can interact with all, everything, like the blocks and the coins, right. and you know, and and I can imagine when you're punching the the box or a coin and you hear the ching ching ching, right. like you would in Mario. You know, that's just really you. It was kind of symbolic for filling the pockets up, you know, <laughs> the money bags for Universal. But it's going to though. Yes. No, that's going to be really cool. Everything stuff. is themed. 
It's it's exactly Everything what Disney said they were going to do with Star Wars, the the resort. Right. Right. And Universal beat them to the punch, at least overseas. Yeah. It looks pretty sick. Yeah. Check I, it out. Check it out, friends. I, don't know, I, I hope they bring the same stuff over here when they build it. I mean, could you imagine the rides? Could you imagine a sight bike being a ride? How awesome would that be? Oh, that would be so cool. Or going through the world of, like, Metroid. But they, but they being won't Metroid, do those. Right? They won't do those. They'll do, like, Super Mario Kart. Right? They'll do the modern oh. stuff. The stuff that they, they... They won't do anything retro for us. Right. Yeah, Mario Kart's even better. Yeah. I, mean, don't I don't know. Excite bike, though. That's a, that's a... That's an awesome <laughs> game, man. That's old school. Oh, Go build your own over, track. Overheating. Overheating yeah. your bike. You're like, dang it. Yeah, you're sitting there on Just the Just like side. when I was 10 years old. Yeah, nothing changes. Right, right, right. Anyway, I wanted to mention that. It's, it was pretty sweet. Well, I know you're going to be bummed by this and that to be a non... What do they call that? It's a non-priority project or something. And I was kind of looking forward to that. I, if you have Disney Plus and you have seen some of the shorts, like A Day in the Life, right. one of them is with an Imagineer who's the project manager responsible for that attraction. And he showed some inside... Uh, views, some inside shots. And it's really cool to see what they're doing. They shrink you down to the size of a rat. And so right. it's kind of like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids attraction, but uh, on a much grander, newer scale. Okay, They showed some of the brick walls, some of the kitchen. Uh, I was really kind of looking forward to that. And there's not a lot going on over there in that part of World Showcase. So right. I, I was I was really looking forward to that being opened, you know, soon. But everybody on that project has been furloughed, according to the article I read. It's a everybody bummer, was furloughed, and uh, there's no. The only thing that's been finished is the outside, the facade. So it's kind of a bummer. I hope it doesn't sit too long, and I hope that like Disney doesn't just say, you know what, screw this, we're gonna scrap it completely. And the track, there's no track system on that. It's trackless. It's supposed to be. Yeah. It's supposed to be the same system they have over at uh, Rise of Resistance. Yes. So I hope they've perfected that. By now? Hey, Universal did with Fast and Furious. <laughs> yeah, shouldn't even be there. Uh, here's the last thing I have. There really wasn't much this week, guys. Minivan service. Gone. It, it is gone, right? That, that was the rumor, but I'm pretty sure I saw that Disney did. It was part of that cut of the 28000 So they, yes, I had heard that every driver was let go. But they've got a massive fleet of vehicles. Yes, they do. I, and I don't know the total number, but I, I know that they've been buying a lot. All that money they spent into that system only lasted two years. Well, And the and, paint jobs. Well, they're wrapped. Yeah, but even still, that's right. expensive. So only lasted two years and completely overpriced. Yes. By a thousand percent. But people used them. And I never understood that, Tim. Why use? When well, I've I, seen minivans pick up. I've seen them pick up at resorts, and the same lane my Uber picked me up. But it's the drop off. They can drop you off at places your Uber can't. True. So if you're taking an Uber to the Magic Kingdom, this the is TTC true. This is true. Is where you're this supposed to be dropped this off. Right. Couple workarounds that we can talk about some other time. But the minivan can take you straight up to the gate where the buses drop off. So not exactly up to the gate. Yeah, but, but not worth that price, though. I, I'll walk a few feet. I don't know. It depends. 
It depends on a couple situations. And you and I are all about paying for convenience. Yes. And the listeners know this. We will pay if it makes our life easier. I, I would say that it is convenient if it's if you have a reservation you have to get to and there's not an easier way okay. to get there. I totally agree with you on that one. And, and if there's a certain number of people in your party, if it was just you and I or me, it's definitely not worth it. Well, picking you up at the airport and the amount that they would charge, oh, at the you're airport, saving about well it. over 100 bucks getting an Uber. Yeah, that's different. That's different. The airport, yeah, absolutely not worth it. I'm talking about park well, I get park it. or logistic resorts. wise. Logistic yeah. wise. And the more people that you have, the, the cheaper it is. Sure. Not necessarily because you're splitting the cost, but because if I have a dinner reservation and, and that reservation is going to cost me $500, what's an extra $35 or $40? At that point, no idea. Yeah. But I feel like it was completely overpriced, and I was really shocked that they didn't price themselves out before these layoffs took place. Well, that could be part of it, though. This could just be giving them the excuse to get rid of it. Right. I don't know how many people actually used it. There are people who have money who are okay doing it. Well, sure. It. You know, and there's always sure. going to be the case. But one thing that we know, Disney caters to those individuals. Right. Disney caters yes, to do. those individuals 100%. with the money. And part of what we've been told in the past is that the they would rather sell one to you know one of those people, club level or, or whatever. Than they would ten all star folks. But I mean, you you saw it though over at Circus Soleil over there at Disney Springs where they had their hub for all the minivans. They had their fleet. They're just sitting around. Yeah. Well, and so like that's why a I parking wonder, lot full of minivans. That's why I wonder if this is just wasn't an excuse to just get rid of it. Yeah. And it would make sense that that's what they they do. And I am shocked when they started that service initially that they didn't say bye bye Lyft, you know, and bye bye Uber. We're no longer going to let you ha- let you have access. Yeah, but the minivans were run by Lyft. Oh, true. My bad. They were. They were. <laughs> they were. That's right. That's yeah, right. So that's right. I definitely think there were some people who used it a lot. Right. But. I don't know of anybody that used it regularly. I mean, I know a few people who would try it out. Just try right, exactly. And every now and then do it to say they did it again, which is but, what I had done. And it became a status thing. It really wasn't a convenient thing. The people that I would talk to, oh, it was, oh, I, uh, you know, jumped in my minivan service. Today. Sure. You know, that's like, oh, cool, good for you. You know, like, yeah. eh, you know, like, it was good. just one you more. Can, you can pay that forty dollars. When I'm going to pay like 10. Yeah, it was just like one more of those perks that if you were club level, you could pay for. Right. Just kind of like you pay extra for fast passes right. or whatever. And I'll admit, I'm one of those that never forked out the extra dough. And and you would, Tim. Like, you would. But I was one of those that I would never fork out. You know, I'm the type type person that always pays for convenience. But that was one ticket item from Disney I refused to give them. Yeah, I... I I just refused. I just refused to give them that money for that service. That's one reason why I have a really difficult time doing club level stuff at Disney. Because, and I've, we did it at Boardwalk, and I just didn't feel like for the price I got the value. Well, did you raid the day room? You didn't raid it. (laughs) That's what you got to do. I mean, there are people that do do that. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. I've seen it. Yeah. You know, they go in there with their backpacks and they just yes. they put 12 cans of soda in there and all the snacks and chips and 
that's what they have to walk around. But you know what? I mean, you're paying for it. You might as well do it. Disney's well, going to keep restocking it. Yes. I, be just mindful be, of everybody yeah, else. There has but, to be some decorum. Right. Right. You no, know? I, I mean, I, I think that if you're paying for that anyways, you can afford not to go in there and shove stuffing. Like, it, like That is so true, too. <clears throat> I get the feeling like some people save up and save up and like don't. Don't, like, don't set money aside for snacks. No, they and don't. And then they go People in don't. there and they put the snacks in their bag and they take those into the park. Yes, yes. You know, I, it's like, okay, I, I've why? said to some of my friends, you know, when they're raiding that day room, and I'm like, you know, you know, just the club level room where they have the snacks and the sodas and stuff, and the water and everything. And I've often wondered, you can afford to stay on this level, but you're like taking right. everything. It didn't make sense to me. I had more enjoyment by us getting like um, chocolate covered strawberries sure. dropped off into our room rooms, or uh, a note with a gift card or something. Like to me, that made that made it more worth staying there than sure. going and getting a soda. Sure. Although you know nowadays, dude. I mean, this was three years ago, four yeah, years ago. Now a soda, yeah, right? Well, now a soda is like five bucks sure. for a twenty ounce. I mean, you want to talk about a ripoff. What's it going to go up once Disney opens back up full capacity? I mean, they're going to have to recoup some of this money anyways. I wonder if their resort mugs will go up. Well, and, you know, Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party was canceled this year, okay? Sure. They sponsor with all the candy, and I think Disney does pay for that at an incredibly discounted price, of course. But when you trick-or-treat in the park, they give you handfuls of candy. That candy is produced and made months in advance and packaged into boxes Disney canceled Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party and I guarantee they've got candy sitting that they've given to cast members or whatever however they can just you know dispose of it that's money out of their pocket that they're going to have to somehow recuperate so it makes me wonder okay the pretzels I want to get when we go down you know they're going to be $8 $9 $12 People who are going club level soon will be staying at moderates just because of the cost. Right. And this is why Disney markets to these people because they know they're going to come back year after year. It's people who stay at an all-stars typically who are going to be there once every two years. And unfortunately, that's just the reality of the situation because a family of four staying at an all-star is still going to drop $3,500. For sure. For sure. So, anyway, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Yeah. So, and I want to apologize right now for being so whiny about the masks, but you know what, dude? I'm done. I'm done with these masks. Oh, and I understand. I mean, you wear them every day, all day. Yeah. 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 And I'm sucks. not the only one that feels this way, by the way. So I know I'm not the only person. That's... Well. Yeah, I'll tell you a story off the air. Okay. So, all right. Peace, everybody. All right. Till next time. Yep. Hakuna Matata. Thanks for listening to today's train wreck. To contact Nick and Tim, please email them at parktales at yourstorytravel.com. Check out their Facebook group. Simply search for Park Tales. From Tim's underground art bunker in an undisclosed location, this has been another episode of the Park Tales Podcast. Podcast.